private money pours into our elections in 2020 and proof that that was streamlined to specific counties why you should be concerned about that. I'm going to be joined today by State Representative Eric Nelson and State Representative Jim Struzzi to have a conversation about that. Hey, we also have details coming on a hearing that the policy committee is going to be having right here in our district on flooding, one of the big concerns that we've had from the summer. Broadband bill on the move and why I love coyote hunting. All that and so much more on today's Conversations with Clint. First, we're going to give some details about this hearing that is coming up on December 6th. It is going to be held with the Policy Committee. Now, this is the Republican Policy Committee. So all the members of the state House of Representatives are going to be invited to this. We hope that we get a good turnout. We're going to be talking about the flooding issues and maintaining our creeks and streams. It's going to be happening in Wellsboro at the Fireman's Annex building. Now, limited space is, is going to be available. However, we do want folks to get us testimony. We have some, some members of the community that are going to be sharing live for that group. There's going to be a live link. But we also need testimony, written testimony, from folks all across the 68th district. So we're talking Potter County, we're talking Bradford County, we're talking Tioga County. We need to hear your stories about how wet it was this summer and the flooding that maybe occurred on your property and what you think needs to be done to fix it. So here's what you can do. You can um, go ahead and submit that written testimony um, at my office, any of my offices, either in Wells or Troy. Um, you can also submit those to that testimony to State Representative Marty Causer's office, Tina Pickett's office. We're going to be compiling all that information. The policy committee is coming up for the tour. We're going to compile all that, put that together, and look for ways that we can bring some meaningful change to this and meaningful access to allow good, sensible maintenance of our creeks and streams. This is a, a hot, not, it's way more than a hot topic. We have to be working at this. It's so frustrating for us when we see New York State moving in a direction to make and, and keep their streams clear. And we're hoping to bring about that conversation at that hearing. It's going to be in the, in the afternoon on Monday, December 6th at the Fireman's Annex in Wellsboro. Space is going to be limited. There's going to be lots of information coming out about that in the coming weeks. Another big topic that we've been talking about for a very, very long time is broadband. And I wanted to share with you that there is a bill on the move in Harrisburg. It came out of committee and out of consumer affairs this week in Harrisburg. It's exciting because what we're trying to do is establish an official short-term authority to make sure that everybody has a seat at the table and that we are deploying the investments that we know will be coming down from the federal government from the infrastructure package in an efficient way. So broadband, expanding access to broadband, hitting that last mile, making sure everybody's connected. That was part of the federal package that came down about a week ago, maybe a little over a week ago now. And so what we're trying to do with this bill is make sure that we here in Pennsylvania, when we go ahead and we get that money, which is gonna be a lot of money, 
initial estimates are anywhere from 100 to close to $400 million potentially. And with the existence of this authority, we will be able to apply for the large pot of money that is going to make it even more successful as we look to expand broadband, especially in rural communities. This bill is on the move. There's some tweaking that's gonna be need to be done in the coming weeks. If everything goes right, we should be able to have this done before Christmas to get this authority established and make sure that we are ready and able to deploy broadband expansion here in the Commonwealth if and when that federal money would come. So that's the details. More is going to be coming in the future, but it's exciting to see that bill on the move, and we will probably have more details on that next week. So we are talking today with State Representative Eric Nelson and State Representative uh, Jim Struzzi, who are great advocates for really creating a better election process here in Pennsylvania. And this week, House Bill 2044 came out of committee. Basically, what this bill does is it says, hey, private money coming into Pennsylvania's elections, especially with strings attached, is a bad thing. And so here to talk a little bit more about it, we have uh, two great state representatives. Thank you guys for joining us. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, Eric, let's start with you. Um, you have been an advocate for this. I remember during our hearings, really talking a lot about this and, and really raising the question is, is this really what we want in Pennsylvania? So that's my first question for you. Is this what we want here in Pennsylvania where private dollars come in to fund the elections? You know, from from my opinion, this is not what we want. And it is an unprecedented like when we say private industry, this is massive business that has stepped out of what would be transparent campaign finance reports and 24-hour reporting where every dollar spent associated with an election is tracked. What happened this last election in the November 2020 was that a particular very wealthy entity you know, and that's Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook, they targeted five swing states with huge money to actually influence how the elections were conducted in key counties in order to benefit their candidate. It's really, it's a, it's a smart plan, but a very diabolical plan if we can't stop it. And uh, Jim, you talked during the hearing a little bit about some of the money that we have seen come into the state. Talk a little bit about that and and what your concerns are as well about um, not reining in this money and really what poor policy is in place right now to allow this to happen. Well, thanks, Clint. I I think um, Representative Nelson nailed it on the head when he said diabolical. You want to you want a map for how you buy an election? This is it. Um, Zuckerberg. And through these organizations that he funded, uh, provided about $350 million across the, the, the nation, as Eric said, in those swing states. And then specifically to Pennsylvania, we saw $22 million come into our state. But unfortunately, as you've said, those funds were targeted to specifically demographic areas that had a high population of Democratic voters. Uh, five counties in Pennsylvania received 81 percent of those monies, or about $17 million. Uh, initially, um, from what I've researched, those funds were supposed to be used for personal protective equipment and COVID-related expenses, but what they ended up being used for, again, in high Democratic areas, 
were basically efforts to get out the vote. They were door knocking, giving out mail-in ballots. This money was used to fund those operations. I don't know how anyone who sits on either side of the aisle could think that is good for the integrity of our election process. So I was simply appalled when I learned about this, as I know you were, and Representative Nelson. And that's why we came together on this really simple bill that corrects a fundamentally flawed policy. And one of the things that I want to talk a little bit about was the emails that have surfaced now regarding this, where it shows not only what details about the money, which is very good for us to know, but it also shows that specific counties were targeted with basically advance notice that this was going to be coming so that they had kind of an idea to, to plan for it, be ready for it. I think, if I remember right, Philly, Philadelphia, they received $10 million, and I think it was, was it Delaware, I think, that county that um, received $2.2 million, that, and that was before any of the other counties were even made aware that this was going to be a problem. Representative Nelson, talk a little bit about your concerns with these emails. Oh, and these, these emails, I, I think almost to help um, the listeners to understand, people are pretty familiar with Wall Street and from time to time how insider trading, right, advanced confidential information used to benefit people is considered illegal. Right now in Pennsylvania, even though we have email evidence that awards were given and hand introductions from Secretary of State, that's former Secretary of State, Kathy Bookvar, the governor's office reached out to just a select individual counties to not only tell them that the grant dollars were going to be coming, but to connect them with both the provider of the grant and a D.C. lobbyist that was coordinating this, at least to our understanding, across multiple states. So what we have was pre-notice and pre-award of monies. And when we say that the rest of the state was noticed, notified, the Department of State never actually notified anyone in Pennsylvania. The CTCL, the Center for Technology and Civic Life, they made a national announcement one day and said any county could apply. So imagine your county, Representative Allette, how many of your county election officials during one of the busiest, most contentious pre-election preps in Pennsylvania's history are monitoring a news flash from a national channel from out of state. Well, it just wouldn't really happen. Yeah, let's just call that what it is. They were trying to cover themselves on that. They, I believe, you can. It's obvious with the emails and, and the time, <laughs> the timeline, that it's like, oh, wait a minute. I guess we bet we don't. This is going to look really bad, and so we better make it available. Let's just put this out there. Yep. Oh, everybody, anybody that wants to apply, go ahead. And that's one thing of the things that frustrated me when we were taking some of the questions at the at the press conference. The media was like, well, wait a minute. Why didn't your counties? You guys should have applied, yeah, when over half the money was gone before they were even let know that this would even potentially be a problem. That is ridiculous. It's absurd. Somebody was trying to cover themselves uh, on that on that issue. Don't you think, Representative Struzzi? I mean, weigh in on the emails here. I mean, I think we were all frustrated with that. 
Well, I think it was appalling enough to learn that this private money was coming into to our election system, funneled through our Department of State, a government entity, and then to learn that they basically handpicked who they were going to notify about getting this money. It's frightening to think that this occurred and that they thought they could get away with it. And thank goodness these emails did come forward to show the timeline behind this. Uh, as you said, Representative Outlet, you know, our counties, I'm in Indiana County, you're in Tioga County, and it's, you know, we're in rural areas. They could have they could have benefited immensely from this money, um, but they saw none of it. And by the time that they did learn of it, if they ever did, I don't know, uh, it was already gone. It was divided up amongst those five counties. And, and if they say, oh, well, it was population-based, if it's so population-based, you know, why wasn't Allegheny County at the top of the list right under Philadelphia? There's no rhyme or reason other than an effort to influence the election. Uh, I, I hate to say that, um, but, you know, I'm, I'm just as sickened by this as I think anybody who's probably listening now or learned about this, that these kind of things occurred. And it occurred not just in Pennsylvania, but in those those other swing states. And, you know, unfortunately, the, the consequences of, of big tech money entering into our election process are dire. We just we just want to recognize that this is our second attempt to address and to resolve this situation. You know, earlier this year, the governor vetoed a, you know, a large election reform package in private money. The steering and the addressing of private money requiring that any monies in the future be equally distributed across all counties. Um, the governor vetoed that bill. That was part of the voter ID bill. And of course, why wouldn't a given party who received 86% of the 20, 19 million to counties that voted for the Democrat compared to 1.4 million across the entire state for counties that voted for, at that time, President Trump? What we're really trying to do, and this is where I give you a lot of credit, is that we're trying to look forward and say, if we don't stop this, if somebody wants to put a new garbage dump in, the New York State wants to take water from northeast, northeastern Pennsylvania and divert it over, they could buy, through private grants, county commissioner seats, individual council seats, and direct this up and down the food chain while they're holding all the cards. And that's why it's really critical that this practice be stopped. So, folks that are listening, that's the goal of House Bill 2044. It's time to put a stop to this, and I, I really appreciate being able to join you guys in this effort and work with you on this project. You guys um, have really been leading on this, and we appreciate that. We're looking forward to a vote um, to continue moving this forward and put this on the governor's desk and see if he agrees with us, see if he agrees that we should stop private money flowing into our elections and um, and really make him make a decision on this. That's the ultimate goal um, and, and see where he's at. Ultimately, what we would love to see happen is to see this practice stop. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Any words of wisdom before we head out? Uh, I would just say... Yeah, keep up the fight for sure. And you know, if you're listening and you're you're you know one of our our constituents, reach out to your other state reps and have them sign on to this bill because the more people we can get behind this, the the more powerful it becomes. 
Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to jump in today and talk about such an important issue. Folks, please, like uh, Representative Struzzi said, if you are not from our areas, please reach out to your state rep and support House Bill 2044. That is all the time we have today. I really appreciate you joining in and being a subscriber, being a follower of our podcast and our conversations with Clint. It's our attempt to make sure that you are continually and efficiently well-informed of the things that are going on in Harrisburg. And we really appreciate um, State Representative Eric Nelson and State Representative Jim Struzzi for taking the time to talk a little bit more about uh, this important piece of legislation. Last but definitely not least, I mentioned at the beginning of this, I was going to talk about coyote hunting. I know that uh, last week I talked about archery season. Maybe this is a theme that's going to start to happen where we talk about hunting at the end of our podcast. I don't know, but I gave my son a coyote call, an electronic coyote call for his birthday a few weeks ago. And we went out this past weekend for the first time and we had so much fun. Man, it is a blast. Um, you're hunting at night. Um, you're out in the dark with a coyote call, and you're in your this. It's like a distressed rabbit trying to call a, a coyote in. Man, it is just so much fun. Uh, we did not uh, connect with a coyote, but we did have two come into our call, and that was uh, that was pretty exciting. So we'll be back at it hopefully this weekend, um, and uh, maybe we'll connect with one this weekend. Wouldn't that be fun? So. So that's it. That's all we have for today. I really appreciate you tuning in. Like I said, please reach out to our offices if we can help out with any state-related issue. It's our desire to serve and help you in any way, shape we can. You can also uh, definitely come contact us through our website, repallet.com. There's a contact me page there. Reach out. Let us know if there's anything specific you'd like us to talk about on our podcast. Not guaranteeing anything, but we would love to hear what uh, what topics you'd love us to talk about in the see if we can bring some guests on to have that conversation. Thanks again, and we will talk to you next week on another edition of Conversations with Clint. Check out Conversations with Clint and the rest of our content at pahousegop.com slash mypodcasts. podcasts.